We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. On Thursdays at this time, we do something called the Multiverse of Maggie and Perloff. This is what it sounds like. Exploring sports' biggest what-ifs and could-have-beens. Let's dive into the multiverse of Maggie and Perloff. All right. Today's what-if and what-could-have-been based on the 49ers. Perloff, what if Trey Lance had never gotten injured for the 49ers? Okay. So... Trey Lance, quarterback, they traded multiple first-round picks to try to go up and get. He gets hurt. He had only starts, what, he plays eight games in his career. Uh, Yep, two starts in 2021, two starts in 2022. Finishes with a completion percentage of about 55%, five touchdowns, three interceptions. Um, It's... Nothing. It's a total incomplete. We have no idea what yep. Trey Lance would be now. But had he not gotten hurt, where do you think the 49ers are with Trey Lance as their quarterback? I don't think they're in the Super Bowl. I think there's a total shift in the time frame of what the 49ers want to do. Because Explain. he was a very undeveloped quarterback. He had not started a lot of games. He's very, very young. He's a lot younger than Purdy, actually, ironically. He had not played nearly as many games as Jimmy G or Purdy, who went on to go on a red-hot streak last year, 2022. And then it continued this year for Purdy. I think they win 10 games, 11 games with Trey Lance in 2022. Uh, They're not an elite Super Bowl contender, but they're okay with that because they have this young quarterback that they're developing. I think they're – and same thing happens this year. I think they're a good team, not a great team. I think, ironically, they were pushed forward because of Lance's injury. Because then they got passing quarterbacks in there and they sure. could unleash all these weapons. Honestly, I don't think that would have been the goal if Trey Lance was there because he was a running quarterback as well. Right. So we're doing the multiverse of Maggie and Perloff. What would have happened if Trey Lance had never gotten injured and he was the 49ers quarterback? I think, and I'm going to give a lot of credit here to Kyle Shanahan and to the front office. I think if Trey Lance had never gotten hurt, I think we are watching a version of the 49ers offense that would be revolutionary that people would be in complete and total awe of this offense. I think it'd be the new thing. Defensive coordinators would be pulling their hair out and going bald over trying to figure out how to stop this because the original intent behind trading for Trey Lance was were defenses catching up to Kyle Shanahan's offense because it became so spread out through the league because all his assistants were getting hired. 
and where defense is catching up to Kyle's offense. They thought, well, instead of having the Jimmy Garoppolo's back there and the Kirk Cousins back there, what if we had a running quarterback and how different would that make this? And I think Trey Lance's running ability, that wasn't going anywhere. If he's not hurt and we're reimagining this life, he's not hurt. So they do have that running aspect of it with McCaffrey, with Debo, with George Kittle, with Brandon Ayuk. This is an unstoppable offense. It's uh, on an even higher plane. Uh, it's a great theory, but in reality, just watching Trey Lance play three games, dude has a guy five yards in front of him, cocks his arm back and throws him 97 miles an hour. He's the exact wrong quarterback for this kind of team. I think Shanahan learned his lesson. Trey Lance could be great in certain systems, not this one. You have all those weapons. You need a point guard. You don't need a shooting guard. Well, that's where they've settled. See, if Yeah, but I, I think Shanahan made a mistake, and he knows it. Okay, well, well, obviously, because the guy's not on the team. Yeah. But we're imagining a world where he doesn't get hurt. So, yes, he had he didn't have a lot of experience in college. That's like the biggest stark difference. Purdy is like with a four-year starter, basically, having all those games in college, a three-year starter, and Trey Lance playing no games in college. But he is developing. He is getting those game reps. He is getting that practice time. He is getting a full offseason. We're talking about him being in perfect health. I believe that he would have been able, I don't know about catch up, but I think he would have been able to be refined season. This is what this is called, called development. That That's what you are supposed to do that on the pro level. These guys aren't all finished products when they get to the league. I, but I think it was going to take a long time for Trey Lance to develop. I think he had to be in the 25, 26 range to really be what years they old. want. Years old, uh, which will be three years from now. He's still 23. I, I don't think he was, I think the development would have been much slower and there's no way they're here now with Trey Lance. Purdy is, ideal for the situation. Uh, I just think it's a matter of time frame. And I think that would have been okay. If they go, if Trey Lance stayed healthy and they'd gone uh, 11 and six, they'd be like, this is awesome. We're right. building something. They wouldn't, but last year they were 13 and four in 2022. And I think they were 13 and four this year. Uh, I think they would have been completely happy and settled where they are. I don't think they'd be in the Super Bowl. And by the way, Brock Purdy is a starter. I, if you include the postseason, he's 21 and five. There's no way Trey Lance would be 21 and five. Purdy's just better for this team right now. Well, but this is implying that this is maybe the like perfect way to run Shanahan's offense. Like this is it functioning at its peak. And, right, right, right now. Yes. Yeah. And I, I believe that Kyle doesn't believe that because your dad coached for as long as he did. You're in this league as long as you are. What's like the biggest constant is change. And people are going to catch up to your, to your defenses. Look at how Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator for the Ravens basically got hired in Seattle. And one big part is because he's had success success against a Shanahan defense. I mean, what if you change it up with a super athletic quarterback, not to say Brock's not athletic, but someone like Trey Lance, who's a running quarterback. I think you take this in a totally different direction that we haven't even really imagined yet. And it's, it's so impossible they, to stop. Why did they trade Lance for a fourth round pick? I think they gave up on him because the injuries. And because uh, Brock came in and played well. I just, I, I mean, I think Listen, they, they saw him in practice. I think they saw him in practice and said, oh, this, he's not what we thought he was going to be. Well, maybe. I mean, listen, they botched that whole thing, right? They really did. They they botched the thought process behind yeah. Trey Lance, potentially, or they were not sold. They, you know, they traded up before they were sold on him mm -hmm. as a quarterback. But in theory, I got what they were talking about. Again, we're doing the multiverse of Maggie and Perloff. This is where we go through one of sports what-ifs or what-could-have-beens. And today we're doing what if Trey Lance had never gotten hurt yeah. for the 49ers? Yeah, I just I think the Niners are a good team, not a great team, which would probably be fine. And I think Shanahan, you're right, he did want to develop this. 
Uh, I'm just not sure what would happen. The fact that they kind of lucked into uh, quarterbacks have fit their system better. Yeah. I think Shanahan. I, I think Shanahan is thrilled with Brock Purdy. I think they signed a gigantic deal oh. this off season. Uh, I'd be surprised if he's actually. I know what you mean about it. he does have a wandering eye at quarterback. I think he's found his guy. Well, definitely, and that is part of the reason why Lance got traded. The injuries. Brock Purdy stepped into the spotlight and took it and ran with it. And also, if you have Lance there, it's always going to be a distraction. Yeah, right? yeah, I think, and I think Lance became a bit of, not a total malcontent, but I think Lance's people were probably like, "What's the deal here? I'm number three pick. Am I going to play? Yeah, you don't need that in the building. No, no, especially not when you're trying to win a Super Bowl. So. I think there's a lot of reasons why they traded Lance. The PR aspect, I think, definitely played in. And that's one that they had to bite. I mean, actually, kudos to the 49ers that that trade didn't sink them because that's a lot of assets to trade up for somebody who starts four, eight games for you. It's kind of a trade that gets most GMs fired. Yeah, Yeah. sorry, four games. They've been good late-round draft pickers, like, much like the LA Rams, like if you if you hit on fourth and fifth rounds, you can make some mistakes. That's true. Eight five five two one two four CBS. All right, what do you think about our alternate universe here, where Trey Lance never gets hurt? Greg is in San Francisco. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, guys. Hey, the one thing I was thinking of with this "what if" if Trey Lance is still the quarterback, I don't think we ever trade for Christian McCaffrey. I I, I just don't think that trade happens because of the type of offense they'd be running with Trey. He'd be a pass run quarterback. They're not gonna they're not gonna trade for a star like Christian McCaffrey to bring in. I don't know, Greg. I mean, you still would have had a young quarterback on a rookie deal. So that's the time to make trades and make moves like you would bring in McCaffrey when your quarterback's still cheap. So I don't know if it would have taken it off the table. But I see your point. Thank I you. I mean, if call. Trey Lance if Trey Lance tucks the ball ten times a game or eight to ten times a game, that's that's eight to ten targets that Debo and McCaffrey and Kittle are not getting. Right. So I, that's why I think Shanahan said, "Ooh, I tried this. That's not what I want to do." I, I think he he realized he made a mistake for what the team he had. Trey Lance was not the guy. Okay, but even running quarterbacks need running backs. Like yeah, yeah. But that, you need to invest heavily. Do you need to invest more heavily? Is is he the most expensive running back? Do you need the most expensive running back in the league around Lamar? The Ravens clearly don't think so. They had Gus Edwards. I know, but look where they are going home. I, I think that. Yes, he's expensive. I know Carolina's still picking up a lot of that bill, but they did trade a second-round pick for him. This was an all-in move from San Francisco, and I think the other part about McCaffrey is he's available. Well, I don't think they make that all-in move with Trey Lance because I don't think they're that close with Trey Lance last year. So that's that's what I'm saying. I think they Jimmy G got in there and won a bunch of games. I don't think they think they're on the brink of a Super Bowl with a 22-year-old Trey Lance in 2022. Okay, so we're talking about the multiverse of Maggie and Perloff. What would have happened if Trey Lance had never gotten hurt? I, I, I hear you saying that the timeline would have been different with Trey Lance. I'm going to disagree with you on that because you have everyone else is in their prime right now. You've got Debo in his prime. You've got Trent Williams is maybe towards the end of his prime, but still very good. That's another guy who probably would have no interest in blocking for Trey Lance. <laughs> okay, well, you, you block for who's behind yeah. you. But, you know, you have, you know, Debo who you just paid, so you want to be getting the most out of him. You've got Fred Warner who's in his prime. Dre Greenlaw's in his prime. Nick Bosa's in his prime. I, I think the timeline is still the same with Trey Lance that it is with Brock Purdy. No, I I, I totally disagree because if you have a very very young quarterback that I think That's you're going to want to going to want to build, yeah, but Purdy's it's not as young as Lance, uh, and also Jimmy G was there. I just don't think that uh, the Trey Lance obviously needed to develop needed a lot of game. I think they're closer to a 500 team, and I don't think you knew quite. 
all those guys were talking about three years ago, we were like, oh my God, all these weapons. When things really started clicking in 2022, then we said, oh wow, look at all these. Like Ayuk was nothing until- He was a first round pick. Yeah, but he wasn't like a superstar by any means. I mean, he wasn't hugely productive. Debo was really good, but I, I don't think it was like, oh my God, Kittle we have all- already an all if pro. Trey Lance, is Trey Lance throwing to those guys? I don't know. They're I, they're not that great, in my opinion. I also think one thing you're missing, Maggie, on the CMC point yeah. is remember one of the reasons why they wanted CMC was because of his him as a receiving threat. Sure, you're not with Trey Lance. If you're tucking the ball and running as much as you are with him, you don't really have that much of a weapon in Christian McCaffrey because you're not throwing the ball as much. Okay, you, but in this multiverse, we're reimagining whether Trey Lance had never gotten hurt. Don't I also have to imagine that he does improve as a thrower? That he can throw the same out route to Christian McCaffrey that Brock Purdy. Okay, but that's 2020. That's the second year. Yeah. I mean, by the way, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Like how long is it going to take him to improve it? He, his problem was those little passes were a big right. problem. He couldn't, he couldn't hit the layups. I, I, I get it, but I have to imagine that Shanahan is developing him over the course of a couple of years. Right. Which would be now. Right. Right. De- so developing why would they be in the Super Bowl right now. Because it, I don't think it would have worked that fast. We're talking about screen passes here, guys. I mean, because oh, McCaffrey goes out on routes, he he, yeah, he, he, he plays in the slot. Like also, if you can't okay, but if you can't complete that kind of pass, then you're Zach Wilson. Then you can't hit guys five yards down the field. Then you're going to be a total bust I, anyway. I know we have a lot of San Francisco callers, and I think they agree that Trey Lance is Zach Wilson. Okay. <laughs> I, I've heard that a lot. Uh, Bill is in California. Hey, Bill, what's up, dude? Maggie, Maggie, Maggie. <laughs> yes, Bill, Bill, Bill. I don't know what kind of milk you put in your cereal this morning, but it's affecting you. <laughs> Trey, my let's, milk let's, is my let's business. Break, let's, let's, let's break this down. Trey Lance came in. He even had a whole offseason to start because they were going to start. And he could, couldn't do a damn thing. You bring Brock Purdy, who got thrown in because somebody got hurt, and he went with it. Trey didn't ever have the experience that Brock had. Trey wasn't going to be anything. Trey was always going to be a bust, and we wouldn't even be in the playoffs today with Trey behind. And Dallas, he's a number three quarterback. He's not even better than Rush. He he that, well, that kid has so much development. It's not even funny. And if you didn't see that in the time he played. Perloff should be the lead of the show. <laughs> Wait, but Bill, but Perloff, we, we split it. But here's the thing. I, I, what, p- time he played, he didn't play at all. He started well, four games, and here's the thing. When, he gets he, his knee. He in, gets a knee-ish, a knee surgery in February of 2020. So after the first season, he gets he's already has a knee injury in the offseason that he needs surgery on. So he doesn't have this full offseason that you're talking about going into well, 2021. And then what happens, Bill, I just got to put you on hold for a second. At late August of 2021, remember, he hurts his finger in the preseason against the Raiders, and they he said he's good and he said he could play, but he obviously couldn't play. Fast forward, that's August of 2021. Let's go to October 2021. That's when he has the knee sprain and he missed a game. Then September 2022, he gets injured again. I mean, it wasn't just one injury here. He never got to develop because his injuries continually set him back. Yeah, I mean, he should. He's twenty three. He has plenty of time to develop. Uh, he could develop in the next five years. Well, let's look at Trey Lance when he's twenty eight. But there's no way he was going to be to the Super Bowl point by twenty three. That he wasn't even close. Hmm. I mean, I think they're running a totally different offense here. Uh, Tony is in Vancouver, Washington. Hey, Tony. The guy's a bust. I mean, there's 90 quarterbacks in the NFL, 30 teams, three quarterbacks. Yeah. 
he, he couldn't even start on 80, 80 of the teams. Well, the guy's you, a bust. I mean, if he was Tony, any good, he'd play. Okay, Tony, he didn't play, so you want to call him a bust, but he hasn't had an opportunity to show you whether he's a bust or not. There's a lot of people that don't play in the NFL. That's because they're a bust. Oh, <laughs> but here's the thing: like, if you want to say Zach Wilson, who's in the same draft as Trey Lance, you want to say he's a bust. We've gotten to see a lot of Zach Wilson. We he's gotten a lot of starts. Trey Lance, it's it's a failure to launch. We never even got anything with him. Well, you ain't going to get anything with him. You know, if he was worth anything, he'd be playing. Yeah, but I, I, Tony, thank you so much for the call. I can't. Would you? Are you calling Trey Lance a bust right now? No, I'm calling it undecided. And you're right, he didn't play. And by the way, his one start that people don't talk about was in a driving rainstorm. I know you guys think a quarterback should be a lead in the rain, but he had no chance in in his his first game. Uh, No, I'm not calling him a bust yet, but I definitely think that this idea that he was going to be an evolution of the Shanahan offense, that's a bust. That was not happening. Uh, 855-212-4CBS. Again, we're doing the Multiverse of Maggie and Perloff, which we always do on Thursdays at this time. The biggest sports, what could-haves and what could have been today is a question off the 49ers what would happen if Trey Lance had never gotten hurt do we ever get the Brock Purdy experience are they in the Super Bowl we tackle that we see you guys on the phones 855-2124-CBS hold tight we're back in a minute stream the NFL and Westwood run for free sponsored by AutoZone all season long you can listen to every Westwood one broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood one sports or on the Odyssey app Get in the zone, AutoZone, AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone restrictions apply. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. It is Metaverse Thursday. Every week <laughs> multiverse. we... Multiverse. Multiverse. <laughs> oh, what is Metaverse? That's, uh, that's Is that Facebook Mark Zuckerberg? Product. Yeah, I think yeah. that's Facebook. He was apologizing yesterday, by the way. What little, would happen... A late. What would uh, have happened in today's... What would have happened is what if Trey Lance had never gotten hurt in week two of the 2022 season? Would the 49ers be in the Super Bowl? I say no. Maggie says yes. What do you think? Give us a call 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. What do you got? Well, here's a blast from our previous life as the afternoon show on CBS Sports Radio. Our pal Ryan is in Santa Barbara. Ryan, what are you doing up this early? Oh, Maggie and Perloff. <laughs> Good morning from the West Coast. Wait, Ryan, are you awake from? Are you? Are you? Did you just wake up, or have you not gone to bed yet? No, no. So uh, this is my uh, New Year's resolution, but it started in February. So <laughs> today's the first. right on time. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't answer my yeah, question. Yeah, welcome I love from it. the Pineapple uh, Express on the West Coast, <laughs> and I'm just kind of tuning in a little bit late. But uh, hello. You guys, um, I am totally on board with uh, Perloff here. I'm I'm kind of just tapping in a little bit. And uh, Trey Lance, why are we even talking about Trey Lance? Because, Ryan, this is a new segment we we have called the Metaverse, the Multiverse. This is where we reimagine sports, what what could have been. The Metaverse? The the Multiverse. What are we doing? Are we just kind of? Are we hanging around the rim? Are we hanging around the rim? No, we're kind of hanging around the rim. Jerry. No, we're we're going all the way. I'll I'll see you in Vegas. Ryan, are uh, you coming? I, oh, I, I, I'm going to meet you in person on a uh, radio row. Oh, uh, okay. Now we're I'm talking. Com- no, I, I I I'm hoping to to uh, make the trip out there. Uh, I'm I'm going to get my buddies to see if we can put it together. Do but, it. Uh, you know. I, 
talking about Brock Purdy here, you know, and I agree with the, the caller. Um, well, I think it was Tony from somewhere, but you know, Brock Purdy being, you know, I, I, the top, one of the top 10 QBs in the NFL out of 90. And he is right. I, I put him up near, near 10, but, uh, and, and the way he's playing, he, he He's a scrambler. You saw how he ran. You can't you can't compare that game with sheets of rain in the bay against Green Bay about how he played. Right. But well, he, he put together that amazing win. drive, though. He he's really elevated his game when they needed to. And Ryan, that was one of our other questions this morning. You know, Cam Newton said that he's not the tenth best player on his own team. Does he have to play like the best player on the team for them to win the Super Bowl and beat the Chiefs? So let me ask you this. Yeah. It, 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 I think it's going to be a total defensive game, um, and we're going to have to step it up. And I, I, I don't know. Maybe we bench Chase Young, the lazy boy on the on the right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he has not exactly it, made himself at home in San Francisco. Uh, no, Ryan. I don't think he's coming back, but – you know, if we double-team uh, a Travis Kelsey, which we need to do, and then if McCaffrey steps up our run game and we kind of play uh, the Kansas City Chiefs game, I think we win. But yeah. Listen, Ryan, if you are in Vegas, definitely come by. Definitely say what's up. Awesome to hear from you. Ryan is one of our callers in the afternoon show. does wine tours in that part yeah. of the country. Definitely someone's van I would get into. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't really see him. I don't expect him to be on media row, but I do expect a van to pull up on the strip somewhere. <laughs> get in. We're going get wine tasting. And, uh, even though I love Ryan as a caller, I will be nervous. Anybody with a van. Uh, I I kind of agree with what he just said, by the way. I, I'm betting the over on this game because I don't. I want to enjoy myself. This could be a, a repeat of the 1710. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Richard is in California. Got an interesting comparison here. We're talking about, uh, let me again reset it, the multiverse of Maggie and Perloff we do every Thursday at this time, reimagining sports what-ifs and what could have been. Today we're doing what would have happened if Trey Lance had never gotten hurt. Would the 49ers still be in the Super Bowl? Richard, how are you, sir? I am well in yourself. We're doing great. I Uh, like this comparison you have. Tell us about it. Okay, the 49ers had a version of Trey Lance. It was called Colin Kaepernick. Yep. Athletic quarterback, uh, unfortunately, could not learn the playbook and uh, not terribly accurate as a passer. Now, the fact that they went to Darnold as a second quarterback as opposed to Trey Lance that was already there tells me that they were looking for continuity between the two quarterbacks, basically uh, different sides of the same quarterback. You have a running quarterback and a pocket quarterback, much like uh, Purdy, how do you uh, how do you have continuity in your blocking schemes? Oh you yeah, have two different types of quarterback. No, I I mean Richard, the moment that they traded, thank you so much for the call. The moment they traded for Sam Darnold, it, that was not a good sign for Trey Lance yeah. because there's two general thoughts on what you do with your backup quarterback. You either try to make him a carbon copy of your starter, or as close as you can get. Or you do have somebody totally different that's a change of pace guy. So if your quarterback gets hurt during a game, you throw a different guy in and he'll give a different look. Your quarterback goes down for enough time, you're probably going to be screwed no matter what. Oh, absolutely. I don't agree with that characterization of Colin Kaepernick, by the way. Colin Kaepernick got hurt. I I think he 
was on a pretty good trajectory and he got injured, so whatever. Oh, about but, not knowing the playbook? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not sure. that That's not what happened to him. He basically tore up his entire left shoulder and he's a running quarterback and it took him forever to get back to it, but whatever. Yeah, that was a criticism I think Eric Mangini might have had of him at yeah. one point was that the that as the offense got, as people started to figure out Kaepernick, he couldn't make the adjustment on the adjustment. So uh, that's where it's coming from. I, I hear you. I don't, I don't really agree with that. I think that... Regardless, Kaepernick didn't play with Shanahan, so it's apples and oranges. It, it doesn't really matter. I, I think Shanahan thought what you thought. Let's take this offense to the next level. The reality is, if you look at this system and who fits it, Maggie, who fits the system better? Just answer that question. I mean, you have to say Purdy, Oh, right? yeah, because per- I'm watching it. But yeah, yeah. we're reimagining if Trey Lance had never gotten hurt, right. we never see Brock Purdy. Would they? What would the offense look like if this was Trey Lance running yeah. it? And I think it would have looked like un unreal because mm, I, see, I, I, I also Shanahan have to imagine that he, they're developing the quarterback that he can complete a pass to go along with his using well, his legs. I, I I don't think Shanahan would have liked this. I think he would have had to really patient with Trey Lance, who's right. still twenty three. I think it would have been a four year window, and I'm not sure Shanahan could have done that. You know, it just kind of underscores too as we're doing this multiverse thought exercise. What if Trey Lance had never gotten hurt? Would the Forty Nine ers still be in the Super Bowl? What a colossal mistake this was, and. It was Shanahan who wanted this. I mean, John Lynch, I don't think, is making the decision here. Shanahan has complete control over that organization. He got hired first before John Lynch. I think you guys have been, even Perloff, being very optimistic about what the Niners would have been with Trey Lance. I think there's a chance that because of how poor that trade was, and yeah. I, I just I don't think Lance has it. That's Ooh. me. Um, I think we're talking about Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch maybe on the hot seat. Maybe one of them isn't there. Um, I think that I, I, I kind of agree with some of these Niners fans. I think that there's more of a dystopian look at what the Niners would have been. I think another interesting thing that is a little off the Niners, but I think is something I, I first thing I thought about when we talked about this question, I think Aaron Rodgers may have a ring. I think that if they oh. don't play the 49ers and they play the Cowboys, I don't think Trey Lance is beating the Cowboys. The Cowboys choke in Lambeau. Then they get the Rams West Coast team at home. I think they beat the Rams and then they beat the Packers and they're the Super Bowl champions. Wait, uh, but, uh, I, I think your pack. timing's off. Yeah, right wait, here. not the Rams, the so, Eagles. E- uh, Eagles, I'm sorry. Yeah, Eagles. They beat the Eagles, they go on to win the Super Bowl. So you think Aaron Rodgers' Packers would have went into the link and beaten the Eagles? They had, they had home field advantage. They didn't have to go to the link. Oh, right, they were the one seed. Yeah, they were the one seed. Um, well, no, oh, sorry. No, you yeah, you're, you're a year I'm off. Going, yeah, no, you're, I'm you're going, one year off. two years I'm back. going two years ago. Okay. Right, they lost in the cold weather. Right, so Cowboys. the top. Remember, Dak Prescott. Can't get to the line of scrimmage. Right. So they lose. That's I, long before Trey Lance's time. Not long before, but Trey Lance wasn't even in the picture yet. No, he was. It's the 2020 draft, and that was 20, That's 2022. 21. Or 21. That wasn't that long ago. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> Trey Lance played that season. Wait, that, wait, wait, wait. The year that Trey da- Lance was a rookie. He played two games that season. Trey Lance was oh, on okay. the team. But he, wa- he wasn't going to be the quarterback. That was Jimmy G's team, right? Like, no, Trey Lance started two games. Right, because Jimmy G got hurt. No, Jimmy G played 15 games that season. What right, right. Oh. The Trey Lance started those games as an injury oh, replacement. He wasn't. He didn't win the job. Gotcha. Yeah, That's true. he was behind Jimmy. That's fair. Everyone got yeah. that. Got it. But uh, uh, yes. this multiverse, we're all getting sucked in. They handed the team to Trey Lance in 2022, and Aaron Rodgers didn't do anything in 2022. I right? think so. So yeah. So 
No, not Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. then, then Dwight Clark made it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we just got sucked through a pipe. And That's what happens in the multiverse. Kingdom. In the multiverse, anything can anything happen. All <laughs> yeah. oh, hell can break loose. Well, and I think we just saw that. Uh, Andrew Bogus is here. We see you guys on the phones, by the way. We love you. We're responding to this question, uh, multiverse question. What if Trey Lance had never gotten hurt? Would the 49ers be in the Super Bowl? Uh, good morning, Bogues. Uh, good morning again. So Sean McVay was the youngest coach in the NFL from the moment the Rams hired him until a few weeks ago. Then the Patriots promoted Gerard Mayo, and he took over the mantle. And just a few weeks later, Mike McDonald knocks Mayo down a spot by getting the Seahawks job. The Ravens' D coordinator is just 36 years old. Maybe he loves backyard football, too. Uh, <laughs> Seattle hiring McDonald means only the commanders need a head coach now. Mike Vrabel's the betting favorite in some places, even though he has not interviewed for that job, as far as we know. Former Chargers head coach Brandon Staley interviewed for the Rams' D coordinator job yesterday. Gary Sheffield did not make the Hall of Fame last week in his final year on the main ballot. I think EJ Cole Cooperstown a sham because of this. Uh, Sheffield <laughs> on Brett Boone's podcast in Odyssey Production trying to figure out why he didn't get enough votes. There's no one way I think that's going to fix this problem, but I can tell you that reporters are human beings, and the fact that they can tell you that they don't, they're not biased. I don't believe that, and I know, and I would. Whoever believe it, you know, believe in a fool, um, because I just know for a fact that they are biased and they do what they want to do and how they want to do it. Sheffield adding that multiple people have tried to get him out in the media to speak up for himself, make a case for enshrinement, but that is not his style. You know, I shouldn't have to campaign for anything. You know, I my track record speaks for itself. Uh, I mean, he's right. I, I get it. The one thing about the voters and people holding a grudge, there has been quite a changeover and turnover in voters mm-hmm. as he's been on the ballot. I think he should be in all also, but they've lopped off like a hundred voters because they took away people who haven't covered baseball in the last decade. Like they have tried to get some new blood. It's still crazy to me that the people <sighs> who call the games on TV and radio don't vote. That's nuts. Terrible. Like you telling me that these guys who are also there every single game watching this and chronicling it, are they, what, worried they're going to be homers more well, than how, the print people? How about the fans? I no, mean, no fans. No, no. Sorry. Sorry. Can't do fan votes. Fans uh, are idiots. Uh, Look at the All-Star <laughs> game. The fans are idiots. Right, bogus. Let me yeah. speak. Uh, the, the fans You're still go wrong. to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> they pay the money to go see the enshrinement. They should have a say in, nope. in the whole thing. They should mm. not. That's interesting, though. I mean, who's who's it for? Who's the Hall of Fame right, for? Well, is it for the players it for or for the, the fans? For all the writers to walk around and look at the plaques, or is it for the uh, or the broadcasters? It's for it's also for the fans. Fan voting has destroyed pretty much every <laughs> everything that they get involved. But you know what? With. Remember Bodie McBoatface, the <laughs> fan vote for that ship that they've named in <laughs> London. At least I'll get people that uh, that represent the game and and have told the story of the game in the Hall of Fame instead of Bill Mazeroski, Scott Rowland, and Bud Selig. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think that's what they try to do for the fans is, like, you can still see the story of Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. He just doesn't have a that's plaque. That's ridiculous. Wait, that's by the way. Plaque, really but ridiculous. His, his story is still there. <laughs> I don't want to get into ridiculous. a Pete Rose thing. ridiculous. They put him in the Hall of Fame. Well, Book he, number six in the Velotti series. <laughs> that's <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, come on. We're going to see Roger Clemens' cleats, buddy. It can't be in the Hall of Fame. Pete, you honestly can't tell the story of baseball without Gary Sheffield. By the way, Mazeroski way <laughs> more important in the story Gary of baseball. Sheffield was a was a major hitter. Yeah, kids, kids growing up, 
I think everybody had that little wiffle bat that you did a little swinging of the bat because yeah. everybody wouldn't do bat of Gary Sanchez. Gary, should be Sheffield's batting stance. I mean, Nobody's that, replicating that Gary alo- Sanchez. Yeah, no. <laughs> Gary, the Gary Sheffield batting stance alone is iconic. Well, yeah, but so is Julio Franco's. He's not a Hall of Famer. It, putting Julio Franco and ba- Gary Sheffield's batting stance <laughs> in the same discussion is, is just not. Listen, t- youngster, I don't know what fair. happened in backyard baseball, but Julio Franco having those hands way over his head and wiggling at 45 yeah, that, years yeah, old, that's fairly that, that, He has seven or eight generations of baseball yeah. fans. Wait, what about Euclid? Yeah. That's you think an batting stance guy doesn't, doesn't have a Julio Franco Th- impersonation? Then, then there should be a little exhibit about it, and, and, and <laughs> let's put Gary Sheffield in the hall. Gary Sheffield has 500 home runs. You yeah. guys are talking to me, telling me that the, the batting stances of Julio Franco. Come on, guys. No, I think uh, no. I think Gary should be in also. I'm just saying. Uh, That's part of his story, though. That's my point. I think that the voting, to blame the writers, obviously you're blaming the writers. They're, you're the, they're the ones who are keeping you out. But there has been a lot of turnover over the last 10 years with the writers, and he's still not in. Okay, fine. Keep the writers. Have them have their vote. But you know what? There should be The next phase of it should be some type of fan vote. You can, you can, weigh, you can uh, work it out where it's not a complete Zero like, percent. Like the All-Star ballot. Yeah. But, no, hey. it's even worse when players vote on something. Yes. They They're are mailing it. They don't They're even get base. to watch half of these guys. <laughs> right. That's the thing. No one's good at this. Yeah. No one's good at it because... In Sheffield's right. Everyone has their own bias, whether they know it or not. It's in their head. People have different valid opinions of things. And just because you played doesn't mean you actually know anything about your game or other positions in your game. Then the commissioner just should just or guys that played at different times of of history. Rod Manfred said the World Series trophy is a piece of tin. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna be the judge and jury on who gets into the Hall of Fame. Uh, great scenes at Purdue last night. The second-ranked Boilermakers survived Northwestern 105-96 in overtime, partly because they shot 46 free throws and the Wildcats got eight. Just before losing, the ball still in play. Northwestern head coach Chris Collins went on the floor, arguing with an official, face-to-face, got teed up, got ejected, had to be restrained by players and assistants, and then stopped to shake hands with Matt Painter and Zach Eady left the floor and then egged on the crowd that was booing him. I'm not going to go into the officiating. You know, we have great officiating. Um, I just don't know if I've ever seen a, a box score like that, honestly. I've been, you know, you guys, I don't know, you guys have been doing this too. A lot of you guys have been covering. I don't know if you've ever seen a disparity like that in a Big Ten game. I didn't watch this game. I assume his team crossed half court to play offense. <laughs> and therefore, you probably should have earned more than eight free throws. Probably. But I just wonder on the flip side, were any of the 46 free throws that Purdue got, were any of them really bad calls? Or yeah, that I don't know either. But him, his performance in this 90-second window of arguing, getting ejected, stopping to still shake hands and then dap up Zach Eady and walking off asking for more booze yeah. it was good TV. I think it's a, it's a it's a classy move in the moment as you're getting ejected to still shake hands with the opposing yeah. coach. That's like an <laughs> autopilot kicks in. Uh, on a similar note, T-Wolves guard Anthony Edwards docked 40 grand for multiple ref critiques during and after a game earlier this week. Minnesota hammered Dallas last night, 121-87. Luka Kyrie sitting out for the Mavs. Kevin Durant won his return to Brooklyn, 136-120. But Damian Lillard lost his return to Portland, 119-116. The Pelicans snapped the three-game skid, 108-98 in San Antonio. And the Heat beat the Kings, 115-106, to snap their seven-game skid, their longest 
under Eric Spolstra. Caitlin Clark is now second all-time in scoring in women's D1 history, moving up two spots with 35 points in Iowa's 110-74 win over Northwestern last night. And the LA Kings snapped the four-game slide 4-2 in Nashville. Guys, back to you. Uh, Billy Wolf in the chat, Pete, says Pete should run the Hall of Fame. So there you go. Oh, I would. I, you have a whole, a real one if I ran it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I support Pete doing the Hall of Fame. I would. I, I think I'd trust you too, Pete. Yeah, I, I think I have a good judgment. So of, not the fans, just one fan yeah, gets to run it. That's the fine. fan. <laughs> I'll do it for free. I would. That'd be a first. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give away your services for free. You're more valuable well, than that. Just that I would do for free. <laughs> volunteer. Else. Nope. Thank you, Bogish. My pleasure. 855-212-4CBS. See you guys on the phones. We're answering our multiverse question today. Our what ifs, what could have beens. What would happen to the 49ers if Trey Lance never got hurt? Would they be in the Super Bowl facing these very Chiefs? We see you guys. We'll get to you. 855-212-4CBS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, and you, CBS Sports Radio. Thursdays, we do this thing called the multiverse, where we do sports what could have been and what... What would have happened? Like little twists in the universe of sports. And today we're asking, based off the 49ers, what if Trey Lance had never gotten hurt? Do you think the 49ers would still be Super Bowl bound? Most people are saying absolutely freaking not. (laughs) They do not believe Trey Lance would have ever gotten the 49ers anywhere. Adrian is in Maryland. He's got a different thought on things. Good morning, Adrian. How are you? Good, good. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. I'm Maggie, I'm 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 one hundred percent with you. We haven't seen this guy play, so you don't know what he can do. Right. And as far as far as Brock Purdy, suppose, suppose Trey Lance doesn't get hurt. Suppose Jimmy G doesn't get hurt. So you still don't see Brock Purdy. Yeah. I know. Right? I mean listen, the, the organization basically had to say, Jimmy, stay away. We don't even want you in meetings. Oh, no, no, no. Please come back. Please come back. Yeah. Once Trey Lance did get hurt in 2022. Well, right? I, I wouldn't rule out that Brock Purdy could have beaten Jimmy G out anyway at a certain point because they were they wanted him desperately to move on. Then you might add a camp battle. And everyone, there's you read all these reports how Purdy was popping in practice and Trey Lance was struggling in practice. I'm not positive that it doesn't end up being Purdy anyway. Well, remember the the shot on the sidelines in Philadelphia last year, the NFC Championship game. Remember, it was a would he, would he not come back with Jimmy Garoppolo? And Kyle right. Shanahan kind of teased it like, hey, maybe Jimmy could be ready. And he's over there in street clothes while Purdy gets hurt, Josh Johnson gets hurt. They go back to Purdy, yeah. who couldn't even throw a pass. I mean, they I had. Got one, 
I got one more question before you guys uh, leave me, please. Yeah. Um, suppose Rock Purdy doesn't win the Super Bowl, and it's the reason they lose it. Does Shanahan treat him like Jimmy G as we need to go out and get a game changer at quarterback? Adrian, I have my opinion. Great question. I Thank guarantee you. no. I say when Brock Purdy's contract time comes up, they they pay him. I I'm so confident about this, and I know you've many times pointed Kyle Shanahan's wandering eye. I think he's so happy with Brock Purdy right now. Uh, he is, but let's let's say the worst case scenario, right, is the Ravens game. Like he throws four picks, it's yep. bad. It just yep. everything looks awful. I think Shanahan is a maniac like most coaches, but also fighting this idea that he's not awesome in big games. And I think that alone would fire him up to see if there's another quarterback out there. Listen, I know Purdy was hurt, but they did reach out to Tom Brady last year after Purdy Mm -hmm. had already done a lot of the great Purdy things. I'll be honest. I don't think Kyle Shanahan ever wanted Trey Lance. I mean, I'm going to go back to that. We all know that John Lynch and, and the other guy, the other personnel guy talked him into Trey Lance. Obviously, Kyle Shanahan wanted Mac Jones, and who is the closest thing we have on earth to Mac Jones? Brock Purdy. This is this is Kyle Shanahan's wheelhouse. I think he's super comfortable here. I I think you're. I believe that Kyle Shanahan has final say at all times over personnel and coaching. I think he is the more powerful of the two, if that's what we're saying. So I can't I, say that you know he's. I don't think they forced him into it, but I think they they settled, They somehow convinced him to go Trey Lance when that was not where he wanted to go at all. Okay, but that's kind of letting Shanahan off the hook, don't you think? Well, I mean, he made a mistake with Trey Lance. There's no doubt about it. He took him number three, and he's not the quarterback. But coaches make mistakes. I mean, listen, Tom Brady, uh, the Patriots passed on him six times. Five times, rather. Ah, six times. They had two picks in the sixth round. So it's not like they knew Tom Brady was going to be great. Sometimes these things happen. It's Luck, Maggie. Drew Blazer doesn't get hurt. We could do that multiverse. Is Tom Brady winning seven Super Bowls? Who knows? No, but I think you have. Bill Belichick has always said that's one of the great like things that's ate at him his whole life is how did they miss so many times on Brady before they realized what he was? Like yeah. that keeps him up at night. He it's a similar he owns it, if you will. Similar blind luck just landed with Brady, and I think the same thing happened with the Niners. Will is in San Francisco. Will wants to answer our multiverse question. What if Trey Lance had never gotten hurt? Would the 49ers still be in the Super Bowl? Hey, Will, what's up? Good morning, good morning, Maggie. How are you guys doing? We're doing awesome. Uh, so, my, my thing is, no way would, would we be anywhere near with Trey Lance. In the in the preseason, Nate Sutfield was a made man. He came in with a guarantee. Oh, Will, we're losing you, pal. Oh, I'd love to hear this Nate Sudfeld. <laughs> you just got Perloff's. That got, got his spidey senses uh-huh. up. Uh, Austin is in Sacramento, wants to weigh in on this. What could have been? Could Trey Lance have gotten the 49ers to a Super Bowl if he never got hurt? Hey, Austin, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I love hypotheticals. This is wonderful. I'm not a 49ers fan. I'm not a 49ers hater. Objectively speaking, the 49ers would be exactly where they are right now, except they wouldn't have an extra pick. Um, I consume a lot of sports. Being from the Bay Area, KNBR um, on 95.7 The Game, the story is he couldn't cut it in practice. He would have been cut, and they wouldn't have gotten an extra pick. Purdy was going to get the team no matter what. Him getting injured was exactly what Shanahan and Lynch wanted because they used that as leverage. Now, you guys don't hear that across the country, but as a Bay Area resident, the story is he was terrible in practice. Trey Lance was going to get released 
no matter what. So, so they got an extra pick anyway. Austin, yes, they got the fourth rounder from the Cowboys. But can I also tell you another person who we used to hear was struggling in practice through his first couple years was Jordan Love. That was always the thing coming mm. out of Green Bay is that Jordan Love was struggling in practice. I, I can go back. I'll, that was a story coming out of Green Bay. And look at what happens now. You, when I say that Trey Lance, I think the 49ers would still be in the Super Bowl if they had Trey Lance. Austin, thank you. I, I think that that's, you also have to imagine that Kyle Shanahan is developing Trey Lance, that he is getting right. better as a passer, right? Well, but the, the argument is, would they be where they are now? Right. And Jordan Love took three years to get to this point, which was a wild card round. He's probably going to take four years to get to the championship game and five years to get to the Super Bowl. That's the kind of time frame we're talking about with Trey Lance, where Purdy, for whatever reason, is ready to go right now. I mean, he's four and one in the playoffs. He's obviously uh, is where Kyle Shanahan wants him. Trey Lance, how long? How long would that have taken? You're saying you're saying well, he would have developed, but in a year and a half, he would have developed to the point where he's getting the Niners all this way. Well, but you're. You're assuming that he's a purely pocket passer. While his passing game is developing, he has the legs yep. to expedite, if you will, yeah. this new kind of offense that yeah. I'm imagining Kyle Shanahan would be running. I think that would have driven Kyle Shanahan nuts. If he if he had an open Ayuk down the field and decided to tuck the ball, Shanahan would have reamed him out every time. Will is in San Francisco. He's back. He's got a better line. Hey, Will, what's up? Okay, sorry about that. So, yeah, my point was like I was making that other caller called it. And in practice, she just was not doing it. Right. And then Nate, Nate, Seth, Nate Sutfield was already brought in a guaranteed contract, and still he got beat out. because, And they were still looking at Lance like they weren't sure if this was the guy. Right. And then, so, uh, yeah, at, at the times when he, uh, Lance was not hurt, he never looked good. He never gave you a wow moment. When Purdy stepped in, he gave you those wow moments in practice and even on the field in real time. Right. And and Nate and and Lance never gave you that wow moment, right, right. healthy or well, not. Uh, Will totally understand and thank you for the phone call. I, I think we're you know there were setbacks. I'm not now trying to be a Lance apologist. We're just reimagining this, and I still think the 49ers would be a great team. I'm giving credit to the 49ers here that they still would be in the Super Bowl even with Trey Lance because. You have to reimagine that he didn't get hurt in the first offseason and the second season. We're talking about him getting surgery in February after his first season that took away a lot of his offseason where he would have developed. If he had that, mm. maybe we're talking about a different guy. Don't think so. I think maybe in five years, Trey Lance will be there. But the guy's played like seven football games. We pointed this out. He's so far behind where you think he is. Coming up, Micah Parsons dishing on the Cowboys. What did he have to say? We'll tell you next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.